It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with Dr. Christopher Macklin. Christopher, back in 2020, you came out with a book called The Sacred Prayers, Maps of Intent. I've always believed that prayer works. Uh, We have a Friday prayer session for people who write in and uh, have afflictions, and there's a power there and and intent. And uh, you you hit it right on the head with that book. Absolutely. I mean, the the power, you know, the power you have, you know, people often say, well, you know, I'm not going to do anything, you know, there's a deep state over there. You have the power, you know, that's why everything's about maps of intent, you know, uh, the the word prayer is kind of, you know, people, you know, uh, think you're kind of Christian, but maps of intent is the same thing, you know, and we, we wrote that book uh, to give people an idea of how to, for example, protect themselves from beings, you know, so put 27 Easter at Merkabah fuel, you know, prayer around you. And that's been amazing also for, you know, the current problems we have of shedding and different things, you know, and we've uh, now taken it a step further where we create a kind of God ritual where you say the prayer and you say reinstate it every hour for the next 24 hours. And so that's really helping protect people right now. And there's, there's other prayers, you know, to remove entities. And I think I think it's key. It's important, you know. Where do the prayers go when we offer them? Well, they go to either uh, your starseed family, you know, like the Palladians, whatever, or they go to Prime Creator. But, you know, just by, I mean, if you think about it, the dipole, you know, we have basically aerials in our brain. You know, you've, you've got nerve endings. And if you say a prayer with enough intent, and that's the key, I think, a lot of people... A lot of people won't say, you know, I, I want this to happen right now, you know, and put that power behind it. If it's all apathetic, oh, God, you know, I'm a powerless victim, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you know, the prayers don't get through, but if you all really step up the game and say the prayer with absolute authority, then things start changing. It is actually really amazing. And the most powerful prayer we have is this 27 esoteric Merkabah field prayer. It puts a Merkapar, 27 layers of Merkapar around you, and it, it's been incredible. You know, whilst, whilst you're healing people, a lot of, 
a lot of people miss this. If you're doing healing on somebody um, and you say, okay, well, you know, you've had some energy, I got rid of the energy, it's going to come back within two hours because your vibration's not high enough. And, mm-hmm. you know, my main thing is to release enough emotion, take your power back, get your vibration higher than these uh, low vibrational entities like Ananarchy, Draconian, Luciferians, um, so that, you know, they can't get near your energy field, but it takes time. So if you don't protect yourself, they'll just reattach to you within two or three hours, you know. So the, to me, the, the power of prayer or the map of intent is key. And we've seen this, you know, I was talking about the ceremony. You know, we do a ceremony. Uh, the next one's actually in February. So if anyone wants to join, it will be on the website. It's free to join. It takes about two hours, and it's calling out everybody who's against humanity, everything, the governmental system, uh, you know, big agriculture, big tech, uh, everything. And, you know, last time we had about 4,000 people on it, and it's incredible because the more people gather, the more people who are saying this maps of intent, uh, the more powerful it is. And then what we do is once we've said it and bring it before God, I never judge anybody, George. That's one of the keys, I think, you know, you can't do. Don't judge people. It's up to them what they do down here, but not on our watch, you know, uh, like child trafficking. We, mm-hmm. we cover everything. And what we do is bring it before God and then reinstate that every day for the next 120 days. And people feel it. It's very powerful. And even Zoom take us down about, what, 12 minutes in because they don't like what we're doing. Jeez. And so you put it back up and we're good to go. But uh, it's incredible. Map, maps of intent is key. Then I was going to just ask you, and you may have just answered this, is the one as powerful as the many? And you believe that the more people who are praying or intent, it's a much stronger than that one powerful prayer. Oh, I think so. I mean, I I believe if we got 8,000 people to do the ceremony we do, and, you know, we do it every 120 days, next one's in February. If we got probably 8,000 people, that would be the key tipping point to really take this down. Because, the, you know, the more people you have together, the more people who are focused on, that's the intent. Get it out of our life. It's not okay. Bring it before God. And next one, big big tech, you know, uh, big pharma, you know. Um, the more people you have really focused on that, you know, it's sending that signal out saying, hey, we better do something about it. And, and it, it really works. You know, it's incredible. Christopher, do you know Lynn McTaggart? Mm, no. She 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 has been a master of intent and has done experiments and they're incredible they they truly are and uh, so with the power of intent do you call intent the same as prayer or are we dealing with two different things I believe it's exactly the same I call I mean our prayers you know we put in the, in the bottom maps of intent because prayers kind of viewed as Christian you know but but it's not really right it, um, but but it's perceived as religious. Yeah, it's perceived as religious. Maps of intent is just maps of intent. That's that's why I like the name maps of intent. I think they're that's exactly what they are. You know, Christian prayers, you know, and other prayers in other religions are also maps of intent. But I think you know, there's there's a weakness in some of this religion. You know, there's a weakness in the delivery of the intent. You know, to me, I mean, you know, our prayers always say, "I command you, God." People, well, I can't command God. I thought, well, why not? You know, you're a God being; you're part of God. So why can't you command to make that happen? It's not like demand, where it's rude and obnoxious. It's just, I command. You know, this happens, and then I thank you, God, send you my unconditional love. It's it's a well balanced, I believe, prayer. You know, or map of intent. And so I think that's key. Give us an example, if you can, of a prayers or intent that you know worked. 
Well, um, let's have a think. Uh, maybe, yeah, the 27 Easter Merkabarfield prayer, that's the most powerful prayer we have to protect you from external forces, transmissional frequencies. So it goes like this, you know, if you want me to, to say it. Um, you have to ground yourself. So you say, I am of God. I ground myself to the earth. Dear God, I command you create 27 esoteric Merkabah fields around me with my sacral point in the center of the Merkabah fields to protect me from any negative entities, fractals thereof, manipulations, and transmissional frequencies that are not for my highest good through all space-time continuum in every dimension. And so we thank you, God, send you our unconditional love, and so be it. So it's a well-balanced prayer, but it also always talks about through all space-time continuum in every dimension, because if you just try and do a map of intent in the third-dimensional world, there's a lot of beings like Anunnaki who are in the fourth dimension, you know, draconians, who can mess with you, and they're not, they're not being included. So that's why our prayers always say through all space-time continuum in every dimension, and then it, it brings them all in to protect, you know. Are prayers like affirmations? Yeah, they're not dissimilar. Um, I think, you know, they're, they're more or less the same. Of course, affirmations is really focusing on something uh, you want to show up for or you want to stop. Uh, I was talking to a lady the other day, and she was being um, bullied by her father. And so I gave her an affirmation, basically just saying, look, you know, um, I, you know, whatever her name is, take my power back. I will not be bullied for one second more. And, you know, I gave her an affirmation. It's just really focused on the mind that we're not doing this anymore. So really, it's, it, it is a, it is a, a map of intent. It's, it's the same type of thing, you know. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. This is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode featuring the weekly home checks, Keyshawn Lane, that you won't want to miss. 
people a common mistake that a lot of people do. They use fabric softener when it's not so great for your clothes. Should we never be using fabric softener? No, you should not ever be using oh. fabric softener. Oh. It leaves a deposit on our clothes, which is also left in the machine. And it also makes the clothes highly flammable. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. What you want to do instead is just use a quarter cup of vinegar. And that'll make them softer? That'll make them softer. And if you wanted some kind of scent, you can use essential oils. Wow, wow, wow. Catch new episodes of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult every other Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, you have used these techniques for healing as well, physically healing people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, for example, um, I mean, if, if you look at intent, I mean, you know, when I'm doing healing somebody, I talk to the accused that beings, you know, uh, all day, 12 hours a day, and I'm in the ethers a lot. And, you know, I'm talking to them. Um, ask them, okay, let's remove that entity on that person because they're in a portal. You know, I don't have the ability because they're not in the physical room. So we're using portaling systems and an intent to tell the accused that beings, go take that out, work on this, work on that. And so the accused that beings come through and they do exactly that. So that, you know, really, if you look at it, it's, it's, it's a map of intent healing thing, you know, where I'm the conductor and the orchestra is in, in their room uh, wherever they are, 4,000 miles away, doing the work, you know. So it's kind of the same thing. You know, it's it's all connected to maps of intent, in my opinion. It's all and, about the intent. And can intent or prayer be used for just about anything, any issue, problem we may have? Yeah, but, I, George, I think it's got to be used in the right way. You know, I see a lot of people like, well, you know, I've been, I've been intent on, you know, I've got abundance and everything else, of course. The problem is, is that they're missing some things. One of the keys to me in life is to take a step back and look at the absolute gratitude of what you do have. You know, I talked to you about, you know, living out of a car. Um, some days I'd no food, like 21 days. Oh, my days, God. Different times, you know. And, you know, people say, oh, my God, that was so terrible. Wow. You know what? That time was a blessing. Would I want it again? Uh, that would be absolutely not. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy you a hamburger. If it ever happens again, I'll buy you a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, I'll find you. George, I need a hamburger. But, but I think, you know, when I went without food, it taught me to manifest. Now, I remember being in Belize. I was sponsored to go to Belize. I got there. They said, yeah, there'll be food and whatever. There was nothing except water. Nothing. So, okay. So I didn't, you know, say anything to anybody. And I met these guys who had, had invited me and we would go to breakfast, you know, go to the place. Uh, they'd have coffee, 
you know, they let, let me have a coffee, but no food. And they were eating breakfast in front of me. And it was really interesting. And I got a little tired of this, you know, after about the fifth, sixth day. And uh, in the end, what happened after 21, it took me 21 days. And I did a little map of intent, you know, a ceremony. I said, okay, dear God, I command to get food right now because I deserve it. And I thank you, God, send you my unconditional love, so be it. You know what, George, within 15 minutes, the most dodgy guy in Belize, he's looking around and, the, and he comes up to me and says, Chris, I know you've got no money. Here's 50 Belize dollars, but don't tell anybody because they'll think I'm weak. Okay, you know, so now 50 Belize dollars is $15 here. That lasted me until I left uh, about a week and a half for food. Wow. And, you know, so I manifested food. And the daft thing is that <laughs> I went out for a three-course meal. It was a, it was a, like two Belize dollars. And I couldn't eat it because my stomach had shrunk so much, you know. So right, it was incredible. Right. What was the moment for you, Christopher, with all those things that were happening to you that turned things around to where you are today? What was that moment? I think the moment was, and I was on the south coast of England. Uh, I was sitting in this car, you know, with my wardrobe, uh, and I kind of bawled my eyes out, you know, and I thought, you know, my brother didn't care, no one cared, and, you know. How old were you? Um, I was uh, about 43. Okay, young age. And no one cared at all, and I thought, wow, bawled my eyes out for a bit, for about four hours, and then suddenly this whole power came over me, and I realized that, you know, the only person who really cares about you is you, you know, so you better start showing up for yourself. And I did. And I think from then on, you know, I've got this, I've got this incredible power, you know, because of course you always get criticism by somebody. There's always trolls and everything else. We get it with here, you know, with, with the ministry now and again, but you know, if you take your power back, it doesn't matter. As long as you know that you're doing the very best you can do on this planet, it's service to others. And, you know, uh, and you're a really good person. It doesn't matter what people think. Who cares? <laughs> because, you know, probably what they think of you is what's going on within them because they're projecting it on you. And I've seen it so many times. It's really funny. But, you know, uh, yeah, I think I think it was that time I really took my power back. And I've never lost it since. You know, Good, and good for you. It's incredible. And I, and I think that that also ties with absolute faith, knowing that nothing can touch you, you know. And, uh, you know, you step out, you do your work, and I absolutely adore it. And the ministry is very successful. Uh, we're always pretty busy, you know, and I, I love working with people. I think it's incredible because the day of the guru's gone, you know, it's time for us all to take our power back. And, you know, it's my, it's my work, really, to give instruments to be able to raise people's vibration, release the emotion, get rid of the anxiety and everything else, and get back to get people back to their sovereign self because they are their own guru, you know. What seems to be the biggest issue facing people today when they come to you for help and assistance and guidance? What are they looking for? Um, I think they're looking for uh, help with a solution to get out of the depression. You know, so many people, when you talk to them, you know, so many starseed people, of which there's about 400,000 on this planet, and they've come here to help. And, of course, you know, they're hijacked by reptilians, you know, the Anunnaki, they're, they're messed with by Luciferians, they're messed with by so many things, and uh, they get really depressed, of course. <clears throat> and so I think the biggest thing is uh, getting people safe within their own place. I mean, how many people do I speak to a week and say, well, I think God dropped me off at the wrong planet. 
Oh, they said, I don't fit in here. And I said, well, you're a star seed. Of course you don't fit in here. You don't think like the average person in the street. So don't even try. What you've got to do is learn to manage your life and stay on the periphery. You know, you're not in this world. You, you're of it. But, but you're supposed to be here to help. But you can't help others if you can't get, get, uh, take your power back and help yourself. So, you know, view it as healing time. Let's do a bit of work on you. Let's get you back to the sovereign place. You know, because, you know, I get people and we have a fast track method of releasing emotion where uh, we can get them to a place where they get really excited for the day, like leaping out of bed in the morning and go, wow, I really want to get out there and do some things, you know. And it's a hard place. It is a hard place to be, you know. It really is. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.